1: time course some pasta out there what's going on Stephen a
2: how's it going red
1: it's going okay man how are you doing
2: I'm here to Get a few things off my chest. Oh, go ahead. About Mr. Kwame
1: Brown. Oh, no.
2: Now, Kwame Brown, we're Hmm. dear, dear friends, and we've never met. What? I was supposed to be at his birth. I was supposed to follow three wise men, follow the North Star, and were supposed to bring myrrh and frankincense. I got caught up in traffic. But I would be doing a disservice if I didn't talk about Kwame Brown, the number one pick of the Washington Wizards in 2001. Right. If I were to say he was a decent basketball player, no, he wasn't. He was garbage. He was a scrub. To say anything else would be blasphemy.
1: He was an okay player.
2: To say he had an
1: ounce of talent in his small hands
2: would be as a nine, as a ten, as a eleven, as a twelve to the fourth power. It would be ostentatious, at the least.
1: He was a number one pick in the NBA. He was only a teenager when he made it. Come on.
2: (laughs) And and he he wants to come at Stephen A. Smith like I'm supposed to be scared of him. You are. Have you seen my hairline, Kwame? No one has. You think it's gone back because of genetics? No, my hairline doesn't want me to yell at it. That's why it's going to the back of my head and kicking my own ass regardless of what that scrub has to say about me. I ain't even thinking about I'm too busy listening to your podcast ah. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Find it on Spotify, iTunes, just to
1: name a few. Thanks for the shout-out. Could you hold on for a sec? I got another call coming in. Hello? What's going on, Red, you bitch-ass mother... Whoa, 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 Kwame. Enough with the insults. Come on. What's up? Nah, it's no big deal, Red. I talk about everybody like that, man. We still cool. Cool. With your skin looking like the sunny deep bottle in front of a refrigerator light at its brightest. (sighs) Okay, Kwame. I'm on the phone right now, man. What do you want? What do you want to talk about? Huh? What's up? What I want? I want to take a basketball shoot and shove it down Stephen A's throat and choke him to death. Well, I happen to be on the phone with Stephen A, man. Would you like to talk to him? Oh, you got him on the line? Yeah. Put his bitch ass on the phone. Say no more. give him some of this
2: mama's cooking. Stephen A? Red. Yeah. We go back a long ways. No, we don't. I'll never forget that you are the one Mm -hmm. who entrusted me with the scalpel at your daughter's circumcision. No. At a Waffle House table during peak hours. But if you ever leave me on hold, for 18 hours, 43 minutes, and 18 seconds, I will have you suspended from the NBA I don't for play. your nefarious and irascible
1: acts. What? I got Kwame on the line, man. Would you like to talk to him? Oh, you
2: think I'm scared? You think I'm scared of Kwame Brown? <laughs> oh, you listen here. You see, again, this hairline. You see, I go on TV with this every week. Yeah. You think I'm scared of yeah. Kwame Brown or Rasha Nesterovich? What? Yeah, bring Kwame Brown on. Okay. Kwame, are you there?
1: Yeah, I would just call to see when's that baby do in your forehead.
2: Are you about eight, nine months now? Oh, you just going to go to the hairline again. I go on TV and brush this every week Shame. and smile about it. You think you're going to hurt my feelings? Talk about my hairline. You're Kwame Brown for
1: crying out loud. i Kwame Brown, but I'm going to give you some of this mama's cooking. You keep running your damn mouth.
2: You think I'm scared of you? Okay, how about this? How about this? Listen up. Listen up. I live at 764 Walnut Grove, New York, New York. Meet me there if you think I'm scared of Kwame Brown, the number one pick of the 2001.
1: Washington Wizards.
2: We'll see who's scared.
1: Why would you do that? That wasn't smart. Not smart. Stephen A. Uh.
2: Red, I'm not scared of him. He's not even going to show up. Hold on for a minute, Red. Someone's at the door. All right. Who is at my door committing this monstrosity? Oh, shit. Kwame. Oh.
1: Uh,
2: mm. I I didn't mean none of it. Time for you to get some of Mama's cookies.
3: Ow. 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 I didn't hear any of this.
1: Yeah, if, if you lost any of your hearing from all that yelling in the background from Stephen A., I apologize for that.
4: <laughs> it's okay.
1: All right. So, everyone's turning into <laughs> the podcast. I'd like to welcome my guest, Dr. April Brown of the podcast show bringing intimacy back she is a relationship intimacy and a certified christian sex therapist and she is going to hopefully give us some wise advice on this show thanks for coming to the show
4: oh welcome i'm excited about it
1: i'm excited to have you on were, (laughs) were you uh just helping somebody prior uh before coming on here
4: Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Working with a couple dealing with affairs.
1: Okay, okay. Now let, yes. let me let's let's start off with this. Then let's let's get with some background. How did you come about to get into this field? What what brought about the inspiration for you to want to get into this field?
4: Well, actually, my background's in accounting and finance. I worked as a um, accountant for Domino's back in the day, doing all the Tennessee stores. I see the so- connection. Yes. So it was the same old thing every day, and it's just, you know, same old stuff. And so then I decided to, of course, have a family, but I was working long hours, and um, Um. I actually had a dream that I felt like God was saying, hey, this is what you need to do um, to counsel people. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wait a minute. I don't really like people. I'm a very, um, (laughs) yes, I don't think so. You sound like like, me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, no, I'm shy. I said, okay, well, if I go and I pass one test, if I get in, and so I got in, and I've just been following through.
1: Yeah. How, long, how long have you been practicing it?
4: Um, that's been like 24 years ago, I think, yeah.
1: 24 years, and you're like yes. tw- 27 now.
4: <laughs> no, I wish I was. <laughs> I wish well, I was, no, 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 I'm close, I'm close to 50, and yeah, but this was right before, right after my daughter was born but yeah.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. Have you, okay, this is a question I always like to ask therapists of any field because I don't know how I would handle it. How do you handle, because you have to hear people's problems most all day. How do you take that, internalize that, take it home and not let that affect your personal life?
4: So I learned early in life, especially in working with children um i mm-hmm. used to be a guidance counselor um i give it up to god i mean that's just how i do i do what i can do right here mm-hmm. after that i wash my hands of it say god that's your problem and i move on because it was his his choice for me to do this so, right <laughs> i just have to show up for the hour that's and, true yeah yeah but i cannot take it home with me do, i mean do you uh, oh, yeah.
1: oh go ahead oh uh, do you ever take it to work with you Does it ever just like a day's like oh here we go again i have to deal with marianne and her problems uh i do not feel like listening today or, or is there a pep talk uh, that you have with god beforehand and it it's like oh, okay i'm good now i can deal with whatever comes my way
4: yeah there's a pep talk um if i'm not really doing good i cannot do therapy in all honesty i have to call the day off
3: okay because
4: i cannot be fully present um working on whatever you're working on if I'm thinking about what's happening in my household or what's happening somewhere else. Right. So, I do have to put a pep talk to myself. <laughs> you know that, hey, April, it's going to be okay. Um, Through this, you realize that a lot of people have a lot of shit going on. I don't know if you know that.
1: Yes. Yes, I yes. do. <laughs> yes. This is why I started the show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, and sometimes makes you thankful for your own problems.
1: <laughs> right. Well, yeah. see, I, I appreciate people like you. Because, see, I have to do pep talks with myself just for going through the drive-thru. Because right. I feel like whatever problem they're having at the drive-thru window is going to be put on me and the order I made.
4: Right. Exactly. Exactly. So you have to have that, especially as a therapist, have to have that. Um, you got to do self-care. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I do talk about intimacy a lot. Okay. And right. one of the intimacy is, is self intimacy. So you really do have to know yourself, do self care. You know, if you're really helping other people, even what you're doing. Yes. Self care okay. is critical.
1: But let's delve in that a little bit. What, what, what would you call self care? What What would you do? What would you tell somebody to help care for themselves before they go out in the outside world in any type of field? Right. What, well, this, what do we need to do?
4: So there's a variety of different self-care. Of course, yeah. one of the number one is working out. Because okay. you sweat and you release, and this is extremely um, helpful for people under a lot of stress or for men, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Another, sometimes people journal. Journaling is really good. Like when you're really upset, let's say you're in a relationship and you're really upset, um, sometimes it's better to journal it out, curse the person out on paper. Destroy it, of course. I'm writing
1: this down.
4: (laughs) Destroy it, of course. Don't let them see it.
1: Oh, oh, they can't see it.
4: No, no, no. But you just put it out there. You know what I'm saying? You just release it. Because especially in relationships, when you're working with someone, like in a regular job, and you're upset with them, you don't usually just spit out what you want to say. You think about it and all that. But when you get home, sometimes you get upset with the person and you just let it all fly and Mm -hmm. really that person you should show your best customer service
1: so i like how you put that
4: yeah yes some people paint some people do music sing dance you know what i'm saying just to for Mm self-care some people go and get their nails done i mean i get my nails done but i don't see it as self-care but yeah it's what makes you relax Mm -hmm. whether it's a massage Mm-hmm. what do you do to make sh- that makes you relax
1: that's a good question i uh, see lately and i don't know if this is even a good thing but lately i've been watching the, the old show sopranos okay yep.
4: okay yes yes
1: that, uh, it's a great show i waited like 20 years too late to watch it but
4: okay watching watching
1: tv basically okay uh i was working out that's another thing i do um if i can and i don't get a lot of it, sleep
4: Yes. 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 Do you know how critical sleep is to your mental health?
1: Yes. Yes. And yes. Yes.
4: Yeah. I kind of explain it to people. I'm a mental health counselor also. So when you don't, when you're awake right now, there are these automated workers that are doing everything. Right. And then when you go to sleep, the repairs come in mm-hmm. and they put everything back. But when you don't sleep, it's like um, going to TJ Maxx on a Black Friday, where things are everywhere. Yeah. That's what happens when you don't sleep, because you don't allow the repair chance enough to put everything back. Right. Yeah, which can, yes. Well, so. I, I, well,
1: here's, a, here's another thing. Where, where we're trying to find something for self-care, some people mistake harmful activities for self-care, like overeating drinking uh i think of something else uh getting into right. fights i don't know right. i'm just gonna make up stuff on the spot but some people can't tell the difference between what is negative for themselves and what's a positive thing uh what kind of advice would you give somebody who can't differentiate differentiate between the two
4: right so overeating or drinking um and that kind of stuff that means you're stuffing it so you're mm-hmm. taking something And it's altercating your mood to where you don't even resolve the issue. Right. And it causes you to be totally away from it. Um, It's like you withdraw from it. Right. Okay. And then you have these side effects Mm -hmm. afterwards. So that's one way of making it um, that it's not healthy. Like when you avoid it.
1: Right. That's a good way to put it. Uh, Right. I I, I know Reese's is probably one of the self-care things i uh <laughs> i need to stay away from but sometimes when i'm not feeling too good i pop a reese's in it's better than drugs maybe right. i don't know it depends on how you look at it because you can overeat on reese's too and right you know it can do harmful effects to your body as well <sighs> right,
4: right. So, yeah. A li- yeah a little bit of sweetness is not going to it's when you, it becomes so much that you don't even get to accomplish the things that you need to when it right. starts to impair other parts of your life.
1: Right. Gambling. That's another thing. That's what right. people can do. And uh, that could be harmful to themselves. A little bit of gambling, but some people don't know, don't have a stop button.
4: Right. So what you're talking about when these things become problems is they become addictions. Right. So an addiction, it's something that you have a compulsory need to do. But sometimes you will even skip the thing that you have to do to -hmm. do the addiction. Or you all hide it, you know, don't want Mm -hmm. anyone else to fight fight about it or feel guilty. You know, some people, um, you know, different things can be gambling, porn can be an addiction, smoking, eating. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: Yes.
0: This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing TV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can get all your favorite sports, movies, and shows together so you can watch new episodes of your favorite reality shows live or binge old episodes on demand. Either way, get ready for some drama. And the best part, DirecTV Stream has no annual contract. DirecTV Stream, get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location, restrictions apply. Are you wanting a vacation in paradise? A vacation to rekindle the passion. A vacation without the kids. A vacation where you can learn how to communicate. Where you and your partner actually hear each other and gain insight. If so, vacation counseling is your next vacation. Dr. April Brown has created Vacation Counseling in Southwest Florida as a perfect option for you and your partner. Our retreats are one couple at a time. We have a variety of packages available to choose from, including virtual couples retreats. If you and your partner are interested in the vacation counseling, Please visit us at vacationcounseling.com for more information on pricing and packages. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. To keep track of the latest news, stories, activities, or coupons on vacation counseling and Dr. April's other services, we encourage you to sign up to receive a monthly newsletter called Intimate Connections at draprilbrown.com. Remember, if you and your partner are struggling with communication and intimacy, and you all are looking for a retreat to connect, Vacation counseling can be your next vacation in Southwest Florida.
1: have you um have you ever been through uh, a family, I guess maybe asking you to help them do an intervention for a problem? Yes. If somebody has an addiction. Okay. How how do you go through it? Because no, I, I, I know they, they show it on TV sometimes and then the person breaks down. It's like, okay, I'll go get help. But I know with reality, most people if you tell them they have a problem, they're going to attack back. Like I don't have a problem. You have the problem. How do you carefully talk to someone to help, get them to go get help?
4: So it depends. Um, What kind of relationship you have with that person? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Even if you have a very, um, let's say, a toxic relationship and you bring a therapist in, that's not going to help. Right. Okay.
1: They're probably already on guard once they see you. Right,
4: right, right. People um, are going to only help when they respect a person, when it comes across very loving. Right. That, hey, but this is something that may help. But people only change, in all honesty, people change when the pain is greater than the fear of change. Right. That's when people change.
1: That's true. That's true. Now, I had this question. Interesting title, Christian Sex Therapist. Yes. And I know... Automatically when people heard the first word Christian with it attached to sex therapist they're like what well, is that can't be synonymous with each other, because somehow we can't talk about that if we're Christians. I, I know you know there's a certain sect like that that <laughs> yes. they like give you some pushback like we're not supposed to be talking about that, no. because somehow it just doesn't exist, even though that's how we came about on this planet do right. that. Uh, what do you tell those naysayers that don't want you to have your title connected to Christianity.
4: Well, number one, God created sex. Yes. Okay, yes, okay, yes. And then sex was not only just created to have children. Right. Because if that's how God wanted to create it, then we would, a baby would pop out all the time.
1: Right, and that would be that would be overpopulation like crazy.
4: Right, right. So um, sex, and it's also for pleasure.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. And I talk about sex, many times I talk about, use the word intimacy, okay? And when I talk about intimacy, it's into me, you see. It's being fully present, playing um, with your partner.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Being in that present moment, body, mind, spirit, and soul, all connecting together. That is what makes intimate connections. Right. Right, and that's what God has for, for us and wants for us. It's that intimate connection. Right. So that is what I I feel like um, God told me is my mission, is to talk about intimacy and the sense, and when you are in a loving relationship, and you have that self intimacy where you love yourself completely, know yourself. Then you have that spiritual intimacy where you feel like you can connect with God, and then you mix it in with um your partner and that sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how big that pleasure is? How that big those sometimes those orgasms is are right. yeah, when it's all connected.
1: So what what would you call? sex without the spiritual intimacy
4: um and when i talk about spiritual intimacy um so i call it god of course that's how i was grew grew up but for some other people may not be the terminology of god but it's that inner inner spirit Mm. that's inside of each of us yeah okay um but of course you can have sex without um you know, any kind of spiritual intimacy. If that's how people have pleasure, that's fine. Right. I'm just saying it takes it to a higher level. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you can't have it, but I'm just saying it right. takes it to a higher level.
1: Right, I understand. And it, yeah, like I said, there's levels to anything. and Right.
4: And if,
1: if you want to get to this level here, Right. It's nice to have a connection with right. the person you're having relations with.
4: Right, right. Because you can have sex with someone you don't even know. Mm-hmm. how that is versus sex with someone you feel connected with right versus at another level yeah
1: right perfect okay we'll come back to sex pretty soon let's let me go into marriage right quick I have a okay. question about it. so what would you say is the biggest impediment towards a marriage working
4: um the studies have showed the number one reason why people actually get disconnected, or, or divorce, or break up, is loneliness.
1: Loneliness in a marriage—that's it. In a marriage. Okay. Yeah, let go. Yeah.
4: ahead. Yes. So loneliness could be you're both laying in bed and you're not even talking. You're not connecting. Okay. You're both eating dinner. There's no connection there. Right. Um, loneliness can be caused for a variety of reasons. You know it could be that both people are still stressed they don't know how to connect
3: mm-hmm.
4: or they don't want to share their burdens with the other person they um many times I see people not even able to express their emotion right, whether they were told as a man they couldn't express it um or whether they were you know um abused as a child or something right so so when there's not that connection and you don't feel like i can tell my partner i'm hurting or you know that i'm having a bad day Mm -hmm. or even that something's good that's happened to me or you don't feel like my partner actually hears me yeah you know yeah and that is loneliness
1: yeah and with that being said that's where sex is only going well, sex without a connection is going to carry right. you, but so far.
4: Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, I,
1: I get that. I get that. So has there ever been, I don't know if you're supposed to do this or you're supposed to be always positive when it comes to this. Has there ever been a couple without physical abuse being involved? Where you just told like, no, you shouldn't get married. Don't don't even go through therapy. This is not for you.
4: So I do um, uh, an assessment
1: mm-hmm.
4: with all the other couples that come through, and it's through Gottman, okay? And it looks at everything from, of course, sex, but goals, friendship, um, how you guys understand each other, rules, and all this kind of stuff. And it matches people up,
3: mm-hmm.
4: okay? <laughs> and it comes in these red greens, you know? And so sometimes couples come to me and they're, Everything's all red. Right. Um, And sometimes what I will say to them is that we see this and maybe you two may need to look at whether this right here needs to end. And maybe you two may need to think whether you want to start a new relationship with that person or not.
1: A new relationship.
4: With that person or not. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, how to go? Yeah, explain that.
4: <laughs> so, when you put it that way, they look and they say, sometimes they say, you know what? Um, this is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're not connected. Um, and sometimes there's a lot of verbal abuse going on. And they say, I don't want it. And then there's others that said, you know what? We've been together for 20 years. There's been so much I'm throwing shit, you're throwing shit. I'm going to. Um, release this and move Mm -hmm. forward. And the other person, yes, we want to start new. We don't even want to go back and figure out who did what anymore. We want the tools. How how should we communicate? So many times this stuff happens when people, what I call, get flooded. So when something negative happens to a person, Mm -hmm. sometimes we don't know what to do. We either shut down not talk to anyone, or, like you said, and something else, or we take it out on the person. Mm-hmm. This verbal thing just comes out. And when people are flooded, they cannot hear one another. They cannot connect. Right. So one of the things I do work in helping couples, um, or even individuals, that when you start to feel upset and get flooded,
3: mm-hmm.
4: it's okay for you to go ahead and get time out. Tell your partner, hey, I love you so much. I'm going to take a time out.
1: Sure, that's hard to do. This is probably hard (laughs) to do in the heat of the moment.
4: Yes, yeah. But that's what you need to do. Right. Because other than that, something's going to come out your mouth that you were going to regret. Right. Yeah.
1: So I see couples that have been together for 20 and 30 years, and I'm like, what could have changed that drastically or what could you have not known about your mate in those two to three decades that now all of a sudden he's like i cannot do this anymore okay. it usually seems like it's after the kids leave too
4: yes yes how young are you big red and you seem pretty young
1: i'm four <laughs> oh, four oh, oh.
4: 40. <laughs> okay.
1: yeah okay. i wish i was i wish i was the turned it around oh, four. <laughs> okay. but no i'm 40.
4: Okay, 40, okay. Well, sometimes what happens, in all honesty, is that people lose themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, that maybe when you got into the relationship, you were funny and all this kind of stuff, and then life happens, and all of a sudden, you don't even know yourself anymore. Right. You know, um, you're not playing basketball anymore, not hanging out with your friends. You're not um, laughing anymore. You're just going to work. Bringing home the paycheck, going to work, bringing home the paycheck.
1: How do you get that? How do you get that back?
4: How do you get that back?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah how do you, yeah. you get your groove back? Yeah.
4: Yeah, bring, yeah. Bringing intimacy back. First, it starts with recognizing what you're doing. Right. And then it says, you know what? I want something different. I deserve something different.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Let me start loving myself as much as I love everybody else right that's self intimacy okay that's not being selfish being selfish or being um narcissistic is when we put ourselves above others mm-hmm. but many of us put ourselves below so doing that once you start taking care of yourself i don't know if you've noticed big red that people treat you the way you treat yourself
1: okay Have you yeah. notice
4: that yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. except drive through cashiers but yes exactly for the, yeah. for the most part
4: yeah. Yes. So uh, if you started to hey, let me go and start going back to the gym. Let me go call my friends. Let me go start, you know, laughing. Let's go. Sometimes mm-hmm. even as a couple, let's get out and date. Let's go and stop doing the same old shit day in and day out. Don't want to do something, right? Yeah. You're Intimacy right. would start to come back, of course. Yes. If
0: you're listening, you have a pulse. If you have a pulse, you have stress. If you have stress, you should get a therapist. How do you find a therapist? You go online, type in therapist near me. Then you find a list of letters. LMHC, LPC, NCC, ugh. How can you navigate and understand all this? Go to drkellyboucher.com. Dr. Kelly specializes in supporting people who suffer from stress, anxiety, burnout, and more. You can have help today. DrKellyBoucher.com.
1: You know, what I think is one of the things that kind of hurts marriage over time, and it's not really a fault of the other person, is okay, let's say the person or a couple have been together for 20 years. Right. People change.
4: Yes. You know, they do. Yes. and
1: going back to what you're saying with routine and you're dealing with the same person in and out and then for 10 years or whatever and then all of a sudden they have some sort of change mentally about how they handle things or how they process things and the guy or girl doesn't know how to handle that and may fall out of love because they're like, this ain't the person I fell in love with right. at high school uh, right beside the, um, the soda machine inside of high school. Right. So I don't, that I think that's a huge issue because people don't know how to handle the change because sometimes it, it may be gradual or it might be quick.
4: Right, exactly. And sometimes, um, let's say you marry someone and the woman was, oh, are you still there? I'm sorry. I missed yeah, the I'm in. One. Okay. Um, you marry someone and the woman, in the beginning, she was very quiet. She just didn't, she accepted everything you said. You know, she's right. 18. Yeah. All of a sudden now, 10 or 15 years later she's a boss she's gone Mm -hmm. back to school she's got a whole lot of opinions now yeah yeah how do you handle this (laughs) right 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 before she said everything agreed with everything now yeah
1: you're not the person i used to like used to agree with everything used to like going to italian restaurants and now you only want to go to popeyes
4: exactly Exactly.
1: I can't eat there every day. That's why I've gained the weight. That's why I have to work out now.
4: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes you can work through things in therapy. Yeah. And sometimes it was part of the journey. Not all relationships are going to last. So if your relationship lasts 10 years and, you know, it didn't work out, that's okay. That doesn't mean it failed. It just means that you guys grew apart. You know, and when right. you're working extremely hard, you should be able to feel safe at home, Right. to feel loved, to be appreciated.
1: Do you ever give that advice uh, to some of your couples? And, like, okay, maybe you've reached the end of the road. Yo, there's not really nothing you can do. Y'all just grew apart. Isn't, right. It's not a bad thing.
4: Right. So, as a therapist, we don't, how can I put it? Um, I feel the answers are within you. Okay. So I'm going to ask you questions, show you different things,
3: mm-hmm. to
4: help you find that answer. But sometimes couples do realize this because especially, you know, but your kids are watching. Right. So if you're saying to myself, and if I say to you, is this the kind of marriage you want your girl to have, your daughter to have?
3: Mm-hmm. What,
4: I mean, what would you tell her? And they'd be like, I'll tell her to leave. I would right. want this. Then why either? you there?
1: And then they're like oh hmm.
4: <laughs> yeah it's yeah. not
1: that simple
4: yeah but then i say aren't you worth it right isn't is it yeah yeah if it's yeah if you're saying yeah my daughter could but i can't mm-hmm. and sometimes it's giving people the tools and the skills to know how much they're worth
1: yeah that's definitely needed uh before uh people yes. go into marriage you know Right.
4: Uh, and i'm not I'm a believer not all marriages are blessed by God right because we can get married we can pay a pastor to marry us <laughs> you know what I'm saying yes
1: right well i I saw a good quote about that today about marriage right and it's like okay let me make sure I don't misquote it it's like marriage is not something you go into it's something you create along the way
4: right. Exactly. And it takes work, right? It's not something that, you know, you don't have to work at it. You have to work at it mm-hmm. and you have to prioritize your marriage because yeah. there's going to be things, there are going to be people, there's going to be even children. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you put all these things before your marriage, yeah, that it can be disastrous. Right.
1: right. So let's go, let's go with last year. Uh, Last year, 2020, we all know the big story,
4: COVID. Right.
1: There there was a huge uptick in divorces last year. People just like, they got to spend time with each other. They didn't have work to distract them. The kids were home. Uh, Anxiety maybe grew around last year. What, What kind of advice did you give to couples last year that were just going through it and uh, seemingly could not stand each other all of a sudden in 2020.
4: Right. Um, so sometimes if couples become so enmesh where they spend every minute together, mm-hmm. you know, and they um, sometimes in the millennial generation, you feel like your partner has to be everything to you. My best friend, my nurse, my this, and that. But when that happens, there is no air. And when there's no air, there's no passion. Mm -hmm. So you have to find ways to um, give yourself space. You know, to have, because if we're both looking at each other every day and there's nothing else going on, we have nothing new to bring to the table.
1: That makes sense. Uh, They had no stories to tell about what (laughs) happened at work.
4: Because oh, was at home. Right, 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 right.
1: And everybody pretty much, and this is the bad thing about news, news is pretty much always negative all the time. So that's pretty much all you had to bring to your spouse. Is like, yeah, the numbers in COVID spiked again. Right. I don't know what we're going to do.
4: Right, exactly. Exactly. So for some couples, they did not make it through that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Others found ways to be creative to, to um, have their own little friend group, whether it's, you know, a Zoom dance group, you know, yeah, where see the that. partner goes through that. Yeah. 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 Just something.
1: Yeah. You know, you can't go, you couldn't go on dates last year. You couldn't go parties or anything last year. Right. It's like, I gotta get, be stuck with you. I mean, I'm already stuck with you contractually uh, by law. marriage but now i have to see you
2: every day day. and we can't go
1: anywhere to release any of this anxiety or anger that we have for what is going on
4: right exactly and we a lot of us went through a lot of um um stuff with even just the black lives movement just a variety of stuff and if you couldn't feel connected with your spouse
1: Mm -hmm. right I mean, it's the same thing thing with kids. I mean, you know, I mean, we love our kids, but we don't want to see them all the time. I mean. Oh,
4: I know. We start to appreciate teachers much more. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You know, we we haven't paid them anymore.
4: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
1: (laughs) We appreciate you. We'll (laughs) tell you that to your face and shake your hand. Uh, But (laughs) we're not going to pay you extra now.
4: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I, okay, here's the thing. Do you work with people who are in uh, polygamous relationships or marriages? Do you work with them?
4: Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: Um, how is that? You know, is, what's the success rate for that okay, versus so, regular marriage?
4: Okay. So poly, which is, means um, there's more than one, more than two people in a relationship, and Too it's that. Uh, intimate type relationship where there's a lot of responsibilities okay Uh that they all share in the household that's a poly versus open relationship means it's more than likely just a sexual thing
1: yeah
4: okay and those type of relationship versus a traditional marriage you have to have tons of communication
3: yeah
4: you cannot be in a regular marriage and think oh my gosh we're not doing good, let's open up our marriage because that's gonna be a disaster.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay? Because in both of those things you have to be honest and have a lot of open communication.
1: Right, so it, yeah, in a way, so you're saying it's much
4: harder. It is extremely it. harder, yes. yeah, yes. Because in that other one, yeah, you don't have to tell everything, but here it's gotta be completely honest, who does what, who sleeps where, You know, all this kind of different stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, It kind of depends in the sense if you have a community that helps with that. Yeah. And that communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Of course, how different people's belief systems, because if you enter into a poly or an open relationship and you are, let's say a jealous person or a person that, um, really likes just one-on-one attention it's not going to work for you
1: yeah i don't see how that would work
4: yeah yeah and in some cultures it doesn't really work as well in other cultures it does and yeah in some aspects
1: can you be a uh a broke person and be in those type of relationships it seems like you got to have a lot of money i don't know five high fives six figures to be one because i just can't see Valentine's Day coming up, and Mother's Day coming up, and all these birthdays coming up, and the kids involved, and this all coming out of my pocket. I, besides that, and I don't want to work that hard at a relationship. Is the reason why I couldn't do
4: it. But what if you had two women who were taking care of you, and they they did the work, and all you did had to do is sit home because and no, have everything.
1: <laughs> somebody's gonna be upset, and maybe one, maybe two people that day. And I don't have the patience.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't have the patience. They have right. to go home to that. And, right. and I know I know some of them, and you know, I've seen on TV anyway, they may live near each other and live in just different houses. Different houses
4: right. That's a that's a lot of traveling. Right. Right. And some of them all in all in the same house. But it's like, you know, hey, I'm here on Monday, here I'm here on Tuesday.
1: mm. No. I, I, no, I can barely organize my life. I can't organize other people's life like that, so it's not for me. I'm.
4: Right.
1: I don't right. hate on and anybody. It does. It can handle it, but it's just
4: not for me. And that's the poly. But then sometimes people just open up their relationship. mm mm-hmm. Like swingers.
1: Yeah, that's that. That one to me it seems like well since i can't fulfill this part of you that i don't know whether it's sexual or whether it's something emotional that you need i'll allow you to go be with somebody else but i'm not changing or doing anything extra to fulfill that so go be with him while i stay at home and watch the game that seems lazy to be is that am i wrong for thinking that
4: no 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 there's some relationships where it's mono on one side and Mm -hmm. open on the other Mm. yeah
1: probably mostly the guys on that one probably isn't it
4: (laughs) yeah i just kind of
1: (laughs) (laughs) taking a wild guess on that one okay so uh would would you ever be in a poly relationship or no No,
4: what what would
1: be your reasons why you wouldn't be in one
4: um because i like one-on-one much more than than that yeah yeah and it takes too much organization and I'm not interested in that at all. Right. Yeah. But I can I can help tons of people with it, but it's just not my forte.
1: Yeah. The the only time I would want that is probably on my birthday. And then I would just get a bunch of gifts.
4: Okay. Okay. And then you would
1: end it after that.
4: Right, right. So some people, <laughs> like I say, they just open it up for a special day. They have a threesome. And it just comes in for the sex, and that's it. There's no want-
1: I just want the gifts. That's too much. Oh, you just
4: want the gifts. Okay, not the sex, just the gifts.
1: No, just give me the gifts. (laughs)
4: That's
1: all I want, is the gifts. You gotta leave after that. Yes, okay. (laughs) And maybe some food too.
4: And some food too, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, sorry to interrupt the good conversation that was being had, but I just wanted to tell you, if you would like to call in live to the show, you can do that on Thursdays at 7 p.m. And the phone number for that is 323 3950206 And you can find the live stream on the Facebook fan page, Hostile Therapy Podcast, and the YouTube page, Hostile Therapy with Big Red. And now let's not waste any more time and get you back to your therapy session and back to the show. Okay, here's an interesting question. Because I try to look through things that might have increased divorce over the past 50 years and here's one i don't know people include in their studies but i do think electronics with being phones laptops and tablets taking away intimate time when the person is right beside you i think has played a huge part in destroying relationships
4: exactly exactly and um and messing up families right. so as a couple or even as a family having some kind of guidelines about what do you do with these phones right you know um and i know it's hard sometimes for people including myself who have businesses
3: mm-hmm. but
4: you have to learn how to shut it off at a certain time and not let it all you know or for those people who are um and not only the young people but i know 50 olds old get so consumed with TikTok and all this other stuff?
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I hate trying to explain to, you know, people 60 and above what TikTok is.
4: Yes, yes. But do you get consumed with TikTok that you just neglect the person that's next to you?
1: I don't, but it can, but I try not to. I'll say I try not to. I I can't say I never have, but I I tried to get away from it. Even with, not even with social media. Social media is not even the biggest thing. I, I may have apps or I just may be on Google. Right. Looking up stuff. Right. <laughs> random stuff like uh, why is, I don't know, a daffodil yellow or something. I don't know. Just random stuff.
4: Right, right. And that's why I started my podcast called Bringing Intimacy Back because of technology. Because mm-hmm. I, I felt like sometimes I would see couples or even families at dinner and instead of at a restaurant, looking at each other and talking on mm-hmm. phones, they're missing.
1: Yes. I'm checking the menu out on the phone. The menu yes. is right in front of you.
4: <laughs> they're missing that that intimate connection. Right. And once that moment is gone, it's gone. That's the right. only thing you have control of is mm-hmm. right now in your present moment. Right. And many times we're not here, Like sometimes our minds are thinking about what we should have done earlier that day or the dishes we need to do, you know, body, mind, spirit, and soul at the same place.
1: Yeah, Well, see, well then people try to end up doing dishes and clothes while on the phone and doing all this other stuff at the same time. Right. And and then end up washing the whites with the colors.
4: Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. But not being at the same time, it's true. One of the things that has impact when I mean, people come about many sexual problems, sometimes even just fixing that one thing, mm-hmm. of of you know that when you're with your partner that you're actually there,
3: mm-hmm. that you're
4: not thinking about other things.
1: Right. So, what would the answer to what would be the answer to that be? Because I think a lot of people are actually addicted. You know, I you know, we were talking earlier about people find things to help themselves soothe. Phones, tablets can be one of them.
4: Right. So you practice mindfulness. You know, do you know what mindfulness means? Have you heard that terminology before?
1: No. Explain it for me.
4: Okay, mindfulness means being in the present moment without judgment. Okay. So, of course, being in the present moment, and I'll talk about that, but without judgment means not judging yourself either. Okay. Yeah, so if you're truly being intimate or being present, you're there, body, mind, and spirit. So if you're somehow you're intimate or you're with someone and a thought comes across, Mm -hmm. it takes you somewhere else, you know? Um, What about the dishes? You've got to learn how to use your five senses and bring you back to the present moment. Find five things you can see, four things you can smell, three things you can taste, two things you can hear, but bring yourself back to the present moment. And for women, sometimes um, moms who are so busy when Mm -hmm. they're um, supposed to be making love to their husbands, sometimes they're known more for their mind to go somewhere else. And then like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, it was painful. I didn't have an orgasm guy's like, it just felt like you laid
1: there. Mm. And that destroys the spiritual connectivity, I'm guessing, of too. Of course. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good, good stuff there. Okay. Now, let me ask you about, uh, have you heard of this guy uh, named Kevin Samuels?
4: No, I have not.
1: Kevin. Oh, dang. I thought you might have heard of him. I was going to ask you your opinion about him. He's this relationship expert guy that's okay. been like burning the internet... Over the past couple months or so,
3: okay,
1: uh, uh, he just has people call onto the show, uh, mostly women call onto the show, and they ask questions about how they get a high value man. And a high value man, for what I understand, is somebody that makes six figures and above. And he pretty much just critiques them, kind of like Simon Cowell critiques talent on American Idol. Right. He critiques why they can't get uh a high value man through that description now, it has nothing has to do with uh you know what they think spiritually or mentally or how smart they are it's just pretty much how much money they make and, and he pretty much just degrades the women that go on the show uh he tells them to rate themselves between one and ten you can't use the number seven that's his one of his rules
2: <laughs> he says,
1: you're like you can't choose seven ten right. being the highest what would you rate themselves and usually they rate themselves, you know, six, eight or something. Eight would, he said, would be like Kelly Rowland or Beyonce or something like that. And then he goes on a tirade and he tells them, this is why no one wants you. Uh, that's mm. a high value man. I never get it though. They always, they, they never seem to understand. Don't call this guy a show. He's going right. to grade you. Right. And, but this is how he's became famous because he'll go up there and he's at these right. viral moments Every time these girls go up there, and and yeah, you know, he's he's gotten famous off of it because he doesn't hold anything back at all. Right, like right. he's actually worse than Simon Cow. So I guess Simon. Wow. If Simon Cow was on HBO in a Radar movie, that would be Kevin Samuels.
4: Wow, wow. So it looks like those girls don't know their worth, and they're calling to ask someone else, "What am yeah. I worth?"
1: Yeah because they're all trying they're saying they're all trying to get married and he's supposed to be a consultant and advisor to help them get there and he's, he's right. going to tell them what they need to do or if they can't even do anything to get right. to that point point. Right. and you know he lays it on thick i, I, I wish you had uh <laughs>
4: check,
1: check him out sometime okay
4: definitely put well.
1: kevin samuels and, and just you know see what you think about him <laughs> see what your opinion most people don't have a, a favoring opinion of him if if uh, they're women, um, right, guys, right. there's a lot of guys that worship him. Not
4: right, right. Too
1: much, I would say, but yeah,
4: right. check him would, out one
1: time.
4: Right. I wouldn't want someone to tell me what my worth is. Right. That's what I started about, talking about at the beginning, about that self-intimacy. Mm-hmm. You got to know your worth. Yeah. And yeah. that's how you um, portray and get the men um, that, that you want. Mm-hmm. It's called the law of attraction, which you put out the atmosphere you get back.
1: Right. True. True. Yes. How we're going to finish is <laughs> I'm going to give you three words. When I give you these words, I just want you to describe to me in a couple of sentences how they make you feel. Okay. Simple enough. No problem. Okay. Okay. The first word I'm going to give you.
4: And is- I describe it at the after I hear all three or just one.
1: Oh, just one. I'm going to give you one at a time. Okay. Okay. All right. So the first word I'm going to give you is love. How does that word make you feel?
4: Comfortable, secure, respected, admirable.
1: Okay. All right. Next word I got for you is wisdom.
4: Wisdom. Um, Intelligence also makes me think of spiritual the spiritual wisdom of the higher power, um, letting me know things going on. Um, It makes me feel blessed. Cool,
1: okay. And the last word I have for you is happiness. Happiness. How do you feel when you hear that Uh, word?
4: Joy. Mm -hmm. Um, Also love, Um, intimate.
1: Okay, good, good. All right. So that will be the conclusion of today's show. I'd like to thank you, Dr. April Brown, of the podcast Bringing Intimacy back. I'm flubbed it. I'll say it again, Rewind. Thank you, Dr. April Brown, of the podcast Bringing Intimacy Back. Yes, got it right. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, would you like to, you know, give us some dates or things that you may be appearing on? Uh, in the near future that oh, people yeah. can find you at?
4: Oh yes, definitely. So my podcast is called Bringing Intimacy Back and you can search it and find it. Also, I have a book called Improving Intimacy, an ebook that's out on Amazon.
0: Okay. And
4: um, starting in July, we'll have our second book, which is Self-Intimacy and Spiritual Intimacy. So yes, um, if you're, and a third thing that I would love Um, all my all your listeners to know about is I have a thing called vacation counseling if as a couple you are struggling and not getting intimate enough or with communication or emotions call check out vacation counseling we will help you with that and we and you'll have a vacation so you come down here to southwest florida we provide services and you have a vacation if you need to find out more information about me and other services Um, Check out brown so it's D-R-A-P-R-I-L, com Check me out.
1: Okay. And your podcast, besides YouTube, do you have it on any other platform?
4: Yes, it's on Spotify, iTunes, and all the other platforms. So definitely check it out. Give us a rating and let us know.
1: Yes, check it out because a lot of y'all need it. You may not want to admit it, but a lot of y'all need some therapy, whether it's dealing with relationships or sexual partners, or whatever you need therapy. Just like yes. I do. I do.
4: Yes.
1: <laughs> Nothing yes. wrong with it. Break the stigma that we don't need therapy. We can just work it out on our own all the time.
4: Right. Because a therapist, it's non-judgmental. And we help you find the answers within you. So if you want to be a better person, definitely check us out.
1: All right. So okay. Again, thank you for coming on the show. Uh thanks. For everybody joining us for Hostile Therapy, not because you want it, but because you need it. We'll see you on the next podcast on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Thanks for joining us.